This is the Retro Wet Shaving Podcast with your host, Dave Danu. Hello, I'm Dave Danu, aka the Spectrum Shaver, and welcome to the Retro Wet Shaving Podcast. I talk to friends and fellow enthusiasts about their wet shaving experiences. A huge thanks to Ben Nunn from Bennies of London, who joined me in episode 19. They gave a brilliant insight into his male grooming business, from starting out whilst playing, but still playing football for a living, to originally launching his very own fragrance range. Ben, if you listen to this, or the community originally you make, keep up the great work. Welcome to episode 20. Today's episode is slightly different. This is the very first time I've had an app developer on, and you might be familiar with the community members logging their shave of the days from this very app. Matt from My Shave Den joins me. Tell us about this fascinating app that has been a game changer for many. Hi, Matt. How's it going? Pretty good, David. Sun is shining. Can't complain. How about yourself? Is that the same over here in um, sunny England, which um, is strange to say, yeah. I say that's a phrase you don't hear very often. <laughs> exactly. It's uh, It's been a warm day, and finally, I'm in my shorts. So um, I think summer is, yeah, it's on its way. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> So for those who don't know you, in a nutshell, who's Matt from My Shave Den? Yeah, so uh, I'm a wet shaving enthusiast. I'm a mechanical engineer by trade and, uh, you know, just really enjoy the hobby and, and all that it has to offer. And, you know, people who aren't in it, when you say, oh, wet shaving's a hobby, they look at you kind of like, you know, you're crazy. But for those who know, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, a question I always ask. Um, a, um, what made you convert to this traditional way of shaving? And B, how did you get into app development? So as far as how I got into this way of shaving, one of my uh, work colleagues, well, one day at work we were talking about, and I was you know, complaining about the price of, of cartridge blades. And uh, in, I think for Prime Day, they had them on sale here in the States, and I was going to stock up. Uh, and he recommended that I, I try wet shaving, uh, traditional with a straight, uh, double-edged razor. And at first I thought he was kind of crazy and gave him crap for it. Like, oh, why would you drag a razor blade across your face? Um, but I went home, you know, did my research, found uh, Paul H Films and Kevy shaved some of their videos. And I thought, okay, you know, maybe I can try this. Ordered some stuff, came first try. Looks like I got into a bar fight with a, a broken window and I lost horribly. Um, you know, it, it's a big change as far as your technique and your performance and stuff. So, uh, you know, I stuck with it. Um, went down the rabbit hole as many of us do and almost four years later here i am brilliant so uh yeah it's uh it's been quite a journey and as far as app development uh my background is in mechanical engineering so i took some uh, coding courses when i was in college and i've actually had the idea for my shaved den for about two years now uh and finally you know when with COVID and lockdowns i, I finally decided to kind of take the plunge and uh, learned app development so that I could, you know, kind of build this product uh, initially for myself. Um, but, you know, I realized that there was kind of a market out there once you start getting involved in some of the Facebook groups and and realize just how big of a community it is. Absolutely. Um, I think the community has been crying out for an app like this. Um, I've been trying the app out for myself and it's a great way to log everything from sense to hardware and also um, uh, the software side of things. Um, I know there's some geeky wet shavers out there that have been like logging their shavers using Excel spreadsheets. Um, so for those out there, this this really has changed things. Um, 
Can we expect any new features? Yeah, so you know the people who are who are the Excel uh, pie charts and like to you know really manipulate their data. I think some of those people will never give that up, and that's great for them because that works for them. They you know nitty gritty can get into the details, um, but for me, you know, I I really struggled when I started in this as far as what blade and what razor worked well. I would one day have a great shave, and two days later when it was time to shave again. I would, you know, try a different blade and, you know, I could never recreate that process. Um, so I think where my shave den really shines is the more you use it and the more you log shaves and the more you give feedback to it, the app kind of builds a picture of what works well for you. You can see, you know, in your den, okay, if I have a persona blade, every time I've used that blade, I've rated it four stars. So, you know, that's a high performer for me. Uh, you know, whereas something like an ASCO blade or you know, whatever your poor blade is, uh, will show you that low rating. Um, so, you know, th there's always new features that are coming and, and people will request things that, you know, particularly I've never even thought of before. And that's what's really great about this community is the people who are really into their data and logging their shaves and trying to get the most squeeze for their uh, Buck. I mean, initially the app only supported up to five or six razor blade uses. And somebody emailed me and said, hey, I like to go up to 19 or 20 on a, on a razor blade and I'm losing track. And I said, okay, you know, maybe that's not for everybody, but you know, maybe more than five is needed. Um, so some of the things I'm kind of looking at now are, you know, following what trends come up in wet shaving. And I think right now the biggest one I've seen is this idea of scent your own shaving soaps where you'll have an unscented soap and then all these different essential oils that you can uh, mix and match. <clears throat> so, uh, you know, there may be something there down the line as far as being able to log stuff like that. Um, some more sharing features, you know, how do you export your den, um, you know, stuff like that. So it, it really is a community driven app. Uh, people will write in with suggestions and 99% of them are fantastic. Um, you know, and they get evaluated and, and put onto the board. Um, but I think one of the things that is funny, people don't always know this about my shaved den, uh, is it's just me. Um, I'm a solo developer. Uh, you know, this is started out as a hobby for me. Uh, so this is something that I kind of really only do in my, my spare time or, you know, when life <laughs> grants me the time to do it. Um, so, you know, we don't quite move as fast in terms of development as some of the other, you know, bigger corporations out there, but, um, yeah, I'll never say no to an idea. Um, so, you know, it's, if you have any ideas and you're a wet, uh, my shaved end user, please, you know, let us know. Um, chances are, we'd love to see it, you know, one day come to fruition. Brilliant. I mean, yeah, I, I thought of about, um, before I ever, ever knew your app existed, um, I did think about an app um basically uh, a friend of mine is into he's really into like craft beer and this craft beer app i think it's called untapped yep i've heard uh, of that um yeah and i was like so he, he'll drink the craft beer and then he like ticks it on the list i was like what well, if there's a similar app for for like wet shaving where you tried a new soap and i don't know and you ticked it off the list sort of thing um, and, and, and I guess yours is sort of like that as well, um, which is great to say, really. 
Yeah. So, you know, there's also uh, try that soap out there, which is really good for, you know, if you have a soap that you really like the scents and you, you want something similar, um, you can go in and, and it'll find you, you know, percent matches. Um, but I think my shaved and like I said, really shines in terms of the statistics and, and, and logging and sharing and learning. Um, you know, I, I built it initially for myself and, you know, the community kind of rallied behind it. Um, I just, I couldn't find something that could, that worked for me in terms of tracking my shaves and finding out what blade with what razor worked really well, or what blade with what razor was just a disaster. Um, so, you know, there's, there's definitely a, a way for everybody to use it and it, it's very highly personalizable, which is, uh, I think part of its appeal. The personalization I want to get onto, I'm just using this as a buzzword and I'll be completely honest with you. I'm not at all techie um but i'm interested in is, is there like machine learning involved in this for example like say can the app learn how many times you've used i don't know like sterling soap for example or like would it like recommend i know you've got that random randomizer thing in the app as well um yes would, would machine learning come into play at all in this so it, it definitely could uh, at the moment the app you know, has very low level um, kind of learning and, and analyses that it does. Uh, you know, it can't necessarily tell you how many times you use a sterling soap, but it can it can break down what particular sense you're using and, and what sense you're not using. Um, and th that's part of the fun of the randomizer is a lot of us in this hobby have more shaved gear than we will ever use in our lifetime. Um, and sometimes, you know, we go through periods where we tend to gravitate toward a favorite that we will consistently use. Uh, meanwhile, you know, there's one on the back shelf that kind of is just collecting dust and was one of our older favorites. Um, and the rant, the shave randomizer is really cool in that you can just let the app pick for you. Uh, it'll go through, it'll pick a random soap, random splash, and maybe two completely things that don't go together at all scent wise, but maybe they do. And uh, it's it's a good way to kind of rediscover. Uh, and right now that is totally random. Uh, you know, one of the things that we're I'm looking at too is, you know, doing that based on a scent profile. So when you log your soaps and your aftershaves, you can tag them with custom scents. Uh, so maybe you want to have a fruity shave that day or uh, the possibility also to maybe have it recommend things in the past that have worked really well to kind of build you that five-star fantastic shave. Uh, so machine learning may come into this as, you know, the app develops, um, you know, and, and even if you look at the initial uh, release that we had when the app came out, uh, it was a much more scaled back, right? They always say put out a minimum viable product, see if there's a need, see if there's a want. And then from there, you know, kind of build upon that. So in the beginning, we didn't have the randomizer. We didn't have support for pictures. Uh, our, we didn't have statistics. Uh, the sharing was a lot more limited. So, you know, in, in the nine or 10 months that the app has been out, you know, it definitely has grown. Um, and a lot of that's thanks to, you know, some of the user feedback. That's brilliant stuff. There's, there's something else I've got to ask you and I'm, I'm really intrigued about. Um, like I, I um I've the I've just been messing around them uh, on the on my iPad because I have an Android phone. Um, but we'll come on to that bit in a in, in a minute. Um, but I noticed that there is like a, a a PAA link in there. You, when you go on there, it says about their app. So I'm very very intrigued. Um, do you have a link with Doug and Fran at PAA? 
And did you work on that app as well? So I didn't work on their app. Um, the biggest thing starting out as a new guy in any kind of industry and wet shaving is you have zero customer base. Initially, you are nobody. Um, so trying to build relationships with some of these vendors and uh, artisans and, and creatives in the industry, some of the YouTubers and, you know, who have this massive following. And that's part of where the idea behind the featured banner came on the app's home screen was that, you know, I before launch, I went to a couple of these vendors and creators and artisans and said, hey, look, I have this new product coming out. Um, I've realized I'm starting at zero. Can you help me get my foot in the door here? Um, you know, in these Facebook groups, you have a customer base already. I can help you promote your product to them if you can help me get my app in front of them and get them using the app and engaging it. And the more they use and engage in it, the more of your products and videos and content I can show to them. And, you know, together we can kind of move the community as a whole forward. So PAA was really good about that. Uh, you know, there were a couple I reached out to in the beginning and I didn't hear back from them. And, you know, I don't blame them. They have these huge businesses to run and I'm just some guy with nothing to offer them tangible in the beginning. Um, but PAA was really good about it. Um, they had some feedback in the beginning and, you know, we kind of worked together to, to push uh, the app and their products. And, and that's kind of where that app banner came in. Uh, we actually now have one with the razor company in there as well uh ways to kind of support their products and you know we have some some things in the works with them um you know just kind of creating a space where people can just do more than log their shave they can learn about new releases and and find things that maybe they haven't discovered on some of these merchants and vendor sites um so that's kind of the idea behind the the ad in the settings there and the home banner that's interesting, and yeah, no, I was, I was, yeah, I was really, really intrigued by that. Um, going back to what I said about, um, like when I started using the app, I use it on my iPad and because I have an Android phone. Um, so yeah, I see you, you currently just for iOS users. Um, um, for us Android users, can we expect, um, yeah, basically an Android version? Um, again, this the question I have written down here is. Sorry if it sounds like a stupid question. Again, I'm not very, very techy. <laughs> um, um, but is it harder to develop an Android app than an iOS-based application? Um, if so, why? So this is the number one request and email that I get is, when is Android coming? When is Android coming? Um, and I wish I had a straight answer. Um, in all honesty, the Android app is in development. Um, it's It's almost night and day in terms of how they're developed. Um, I started out on iOS because that's the phone I have and that's what I learned. Um, and a lot of the app's architecture relies on Apple servers and Apple uh, logic. So all of your, your data that you log on the app is stored in Apple's servers privately, but it's not on a universal platform. So when you make the transition to develop an Android app, you don't have that network structure to rely on. Uh, I mean, there are other alternatives out there um, that you know we're, we're trying to evaluate and decide what the best option is because not all of them are free. You know, things like Google Firebase, you have to pay for image storage and you know, how does that scale with users and people who leave your app and you still have their data uh, and then you become in charge of data retention and privacy practices and it, it gets kind of messy really fast. 
Um, so Android is coming, um, but the biggest thing too is, and I never realized this before I learned app development, I thought they were you know, kind of one in the same. Once you have an app for iPhone, you just tweak it a little bit and it works on Android. Um, but it is completely different. It's almost the equivalent of starting over. Uh, you know, some of the the logic and methods will still carry over uh, in another language, but the way the architecture is set up is completely different. Um, so trying to learn that architecture initially and how it's structured in you know kind of a a smaller platform than my shaved in and then convert. Once you have that understanding, okay, how do you bring my shaved end over? Um, I mean, my shaved end is, is tens of thousands of lines of code. Um, you know, moving that over, rebuilding interfaces, and even the interface guidelines are different. The way you set something up for an iPhone user and the life cycle of the different views is different than on an Android device. Um, you know, the one thing I will say about the Android version is uh, I have reached out for some help. Uh, you know, for, from an outside firm, uh, just because my time is so limited, um, you know, between full-time job, life, work, uh, you know, I'm going back from my master's degree. Um, and believe me, I want to bring an Android version. It's not that I don't want to, it's just, you know, time and limitations are out there. So I hope to have some news on that front soon. Um, but as Doug once said, never give an expected date because if you miss it, it will never end well. <laughs> so, <laughs> do, do you know what? Fair play, and, and thanks for teaching someone who's not not really techie um, about that. Um, I really appreciate that. Um, and do you know what? Fair play from having a full time job and doing a master's. I mean, I studied for a master's, and I didn't. I did it without a job, um, and I still found it difficult. So kudos to you for doing that um that, that's that's fair play um thank you <laughs> that there really is like fair play um for like for anyone out there who wants to get into the world of app development um what advice what advice would you give them is that like you know you start off learning very basic code say like your html your CSSs, and then i don't know learning i'm just gonna guess here something like java or python or something like this yeah, so it depends really what you kind of want to do with it. Um, you know, my coding knowledge overall is small in terms of all the different languages that are out there. Um, but I will say once you kind of understand one uh, and how it interacts with itself, you know, it's kind of like going from English to Spanish and Spanish to English, you know, there's, there's translators out there and similar ways they work. Um, but my biggest advice would just be find a method that works for you and know in your learning style. Um, for me, I tried books on app development. I tried free YouTube videos, you know, some of the creators out there who will teach you to build an app. Um, and, and that just didn't quite work for me. Uh, so I, you know, I had some time last summer with COVID and lockdown and not a whole lot else to do. Uh, so I finally kind of made the decision to invest in a professional learning course on uh, iOS development. Uh, shout out to Code with Chris. Uh, they taught me to code for iOS. Um, you know, you, you, they'll teach you the fundamentals, learn the fundamentals and the basics. It's kind of like you can crawl before you can walk, before you can run. Um, you know, and the other thing I would say is once you learn no coding and the fundamentals, um, you know, and you get into some projects that are 
kind of learning based templates and you know uh, modules and okay we're going to learn how to build this type of app and this type of app and this type of app um don't get stuck too much in that trap you know once you have a couple under your belt don't be afraid to branch out and start to uh build the app that you have envisioned um you know you, it's easy to get trapped in that cycle of tutorials and demos and you know it's it's intimidating to to make those first steps out there but it's okay uh, you know, if you if you get stuck on something, there's a lot of support forums online and, and videos out there. Um, and definitely don't be afraid to use things like uh, Figma and mockups. It is just like they say in engineering, it is 10 times easier to change a drawing when it's in a mockup stage than after you've hard coded it. Um, so and have some fun with it. You know, it's 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 meant to be fun and entertaining. It's not all work. <laughs> great advice no i really do love that so if you did open um your app on your phone um what sort of things will we see in there regards to like hardware software sense etc um in my shave den yeah um i'm a i'm a big aquatic fan uh that category uh paa's garden of bali is one of my favorites uh a and e the undersea um I love my captain's choice copper bowl. I've tried other bowls and I don't know why I keep buying them. That is the one that I keep coming back to. Um, every time it, I look at my least used in bowls, it's everything but the captain's choice copper bowl. So uh, it's different razors. I recently got into some of the Mercures, uh, the old 1904s with the small handles. They've been a lot of fun. Um, yeah, and it's the the app header for the den pages with the item count is both a good thing and a bad thing. Sometimes you don't really want to know how many different soaps you've have stored <laughs> in there. God, mine, mine. I don't know about you, but mine's definitely in the double figures. Yes, I I know some people who have uh, told me they've approached triple figures uh, <laughs> in their den, and luckily their phone hasn't exploded at that level of of equipment yet. So I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> but that bowl you mentioned, yeah, I've heard really good things about it. I've seen some of the um uh like the, the wet shaving YouTube guys use that bowl. Um I use something really, really basic. I think it's just like this plastic parasso bowl, but uh, it does the job. To it be works honest, for I, you, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, to be honest, as I got more and more into this hobby, I think I, I face lather more, to be honest, than the actual bar la uh lathering process. But um yeah, um everyone's different, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, your mileage may vary. That's the the infamous motto of this hobby. Hundred <laughs> percent. So, um, when you're not working on your app and wet shaving, um, what are your other hobbies and interests? So, uh, I enjoy reading. Uh, my wife and I started a garden this year in our backyard, so we got you know some stuff that's starting to poke through out there, and uh, you know we got uh, we enjoy hiking and and kind of being outdoors and you know trying to finding some downtime where we can just kind of hang out brilliant so um what would this last question i always ask every guest that comes on here um what would be your dream wet shaving setup if you're in your shaving den what hardware and software would you pick up would you go in the spin and the spray and go high end or would you reach down into the bargain bin yeah so i man i'd really like to try out some of the uh I've seen these Rex supply code, both the console and the Envoy. Um, they look like uh, beasts of a razor, um, but I don't know if I can bring myself quite yet to to spend you know that much money for one. 
Uh, I've really enjoyed lately the uh, some of the unscented soaps from HCNC. They work really well, uh, and they're pretty fairly priced. And then you get that infamous peat pour, as they say, uh, where your five ounces is really closer to six. Um, you know, and the, and the nice thing about that is you can kind of mix and match, you know, one soap with a bunch of different aftershaves and splashes and bombs uh, without running into uh, a storage problem. You know, um, yeah, I really, I really like that. Some great, great, great selection there. Um, yeah, it's always really interesting. Um, everyone's also different what, what they have, so um, it's a great choices there. I mean, it's an absolute pleasure having you on, Matt. Um, is there anything else you'd like you. to plug, and, and and where can people find you online? Yeah, so uh, online we are at uh, My Shaved Den across Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, and as a thank you for having us on to some of your, your viewers, we're going to host a gift card giveaway uh, on our Instagram. So check out My Shave Den and uh, make sure you are following My Shave Den and Dyspraxic Shaver. And you can go see all the details there. Uh, so we'll do a, a gift card and we will pick the merchant based on where the winner is. So, you know, they can uh, not have to pay a, a bunch of shipping and import fees. So I think we'll do the razor company for the United States, uh, top of the chain for California, uh, for Canada, and uh, Agent Shave in, in the UK. Brilliant. Uh, that is an awesome giveaway. And uh, yeah, get involved, people. Um, well, that's it from Matt and I. Um, thanks for listening. And hopefully episode 21 is just around the corner. If you'd like to come on the podcast, please let me know. Or if you'd like to give some feedback, maybe you'd have you'd rather have me replaced and have this podcast hosted by Adam Sandler and Sesame Street's very own feathered friend, Big Bird. Anyway, I'd love to hear from you. You can contact me via Twitter and Instagram at Dispatch Shaver. If you've enjoyed this episode, I'd like to show your appreciation and make a small donation and buy me a coffee, please visit www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash Dispatch Shaver. Hope you enjoy the rest of your week. And most importantly, stay safe. <laughs>